Hello and welcome to the Hayden Squared Talk Show. Um, <laughs> we have we have some fun, simple stuff today. Um, nothing too complicated. Just nope. the use, you know. No yeah. guess. Nothing out of the ordinary, other than Hayden's newer segment. Newer of newer. He did it last episode. Also. We're, we want to do one of these about every two weeks, and it's turning out to be about, like, every Not month. Bad. Every yeah. month or so. It should be so better over the summer. So we're working on it. It should be better over the summer um, and such, um, which it's almost summer, so that's really nice. And, and I was thinking about a solution. I'm going to have to talk to Hayden about this later. Um, we, we're going to discuss this after the show, and... We might be doing a new thing. That's all I have to say. Yes. We There's might be doing thing. a new thing that we haven't talked about. So I'm guessing it's a new thing that we were going to do months ago. Or yes, actually last that, year. That would be correct. More than months ago. Um, okay, so it is. So I am correct. Also, if we do that thing, um, we have already recorded for it. Like one whole episode or almost two actually, I think. Yeah. Um, we will be redoing that, Hayden. <laughs> we will because... be redoing that thing. Oh my gosh. Sorry about that, but um, I do it's not just mind. because it I had fun. I had parts of it that I was just going to edit, you know, that I knew yeah. I was going to, and then I forgot that now, so I'd have to completely rewatch it like three times. So I'm oh, not going to do that. Don't do that. Therefore, we'll just redo it, and that's fine. Um, also, I have a few new things, and it'll be in the description. We're using the word things a lot, guys, because, <clears throat> whoa, we're trying to keep it secret. Well, this is something that I haven't really even talked to Hayden about it, because I just kinda, it just kind of happened. Um, I, we made, well, I made um, a Facebook page for this, and it's more for, yes. like, the, it's just for the growth, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it kind of gets into a different age groups, you know. Of um, course. And but we also have like Twitter now too, because I <gasps> thought, why not? I didn't know that. Just, That's cool. Why not? But and I'm also having trouble because I wanted, you know, all of like the like like ends of the link, you know, where it'll be like or like the username. Yeah. I wanted it to all be like lowercase Hayden squared with no like um, underscore or anything, but that's not working out because people make fake accounts and it's being really annoying. Um, but then on, so all of that stuff will be in the description. Oh, also, um, we have this new thing. It's kind of like Linktree, but it's not. It's a bit different. Um, but it's for um, our new episode, like mm. every time that we have a new episode, okay, um, yeah. you'll just go to it and it'll have um, links to all the platforms that it's on pretty much. And I thought that was fun. And then another thing is we got to 100 subscribers. Oh, we did that. That's so cool. Yeah, that's fun. Did, do you remember when we first started it and we said we'd have like uh, a party or something? That was, it was way, it was like, I think oh my we gosh, said we that in that. March, 
like before well, everything got shut down. What we actually need to do though is if we get a thousand subscribers and become officially monetized, that's when we have a party. Also, if you are interested in being a guest, say it in the comments or DM us. Oh, the other thing is is that now I have it's on our website, but I've made a link to the specific part. Um and it'll be in the description and stuff. And it's in a few other places, like on the link tree. Um, for if you want to be a guest, different things, like ways to reach us. Um, yep. Oh, is there something else? There might be. I don't know. If it comes to us, we'll say it. Oh, yes. The Peppa Pig video that's really dumb and is just to Tokyo Drift is views? over 20,000 views now. That hurts me inside. <laughs> Why that video, I don't know. But oh gosh, <laughs> there's a there's a few words in the Urban Dictionary this week that kind of describe the feeling towards it. So, and that's all I'll say about it until we get to Urban Dictionary. I've been so, seeing the Urban Dictionary. That's exciting. So this intro has run quite long, and I would like it to not be any longer than five minutes. So I think that we'll just play the intro and get on with the rest of the video. So this week I'm doing the movie review because Hayden's doing the musical top 10 sort of thing. Um, so there's this new movie. A lot of people, it's like, since it, it came out, May 15th, so that was, like, when you're watching this, it's just going to be, like, a few days before. And it's on Netflix. Um, it's really good. It's The Woman in the Window, and it's, like, based on a novel. Um, let me just rattle off some stuff about it. Also, it's getting, it's on Netflix. I don't know if I said that. It was supposed to come out, like, in October, but it got postponed, but now it's out. But I do suggest, it's a pretty good movie. Um, it's a bit confusing in parts, because you don't know what's real and what's not, because the protagonist, I guess, is, um, a bit, um... She has problems, okay? She's a bit so loopy. She has lots of problems. It's kind of like a mystery thriller sort of thing. Interesting. Um, also, it's getting like really bad ratings, and I don't know why. Like, I guess it's just because it is confusing in parts, but like, it wraps it up nice at the end. And it's. I like the cinematography in it as well. Like,. We learned about, I don't know what's called, like, decanted or Dutch angles in video production. And it's just, like, when the camera is angled, like, turned slightly, when there's parts of it that are, like, either scary or the person is crazy, and it does well at, like, showing that. And it gives you a feeling without just, like, there's... The filming of it makes it, you have a feeling, which a lot of movies don't have that. It's just like, 
you have to watch it to have the feeling, but you can just mm -hmm. see the angle and it's, or like the way that it's filmed and you have a feeling, which is really nice. Um, like I said, the ratings are really bad. It has like a 29% on Rotten Tomatoes and like a 48% for the audience. Oh and that's goodness. just so... I think it's unreliable because it's so it's been out for like two days. So I'm yeah. guessing that'll get better. But I can't imagine it getting worse. I I don't know. That's like that's like the level of like What's the one movie I don't know, like always, What's the one movie that we always Ad Astra? That, one. that movie has like a 90% and <laughs> that makes no sense because it's a terrible movie like but we have talked about that in every other episode so I'm just not going to go yep, into it yep, 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 yep. Um, like I said it's on Netflix so it's very simple to watch um, I'll give a brief synopsis of it so and I wrote this up and I tried to make it like Nice and um, dramatic. Makes sense. In Manhattan, New York, Dr. Anna oh. Fox, played by Amy Adams, lives in her amazing house. Also, that's another thing. The house is huge, and she lives in it say alone. I love Amy Adams. Yeah, she was in the last movie review um, when I did Arrival, the very last, the last episode. Yeah. In episode seven, she was the main character as well. So, um, but her house is huge, like it's four stories or something, and she has a tenant in the basement, and that adds effects um, to different things, but she's a children's psychologist, but she's not really working. Um, and she is, they call agoraphobic, but it, it's like anxiety. So much anxiety that it makes her afraid to go outside, and she doesn't go outside oh. ever until, like, I'm not going to spoil the ending, but she goes outside in one part of it, and she, like, faints. Interesting. Um, but new neighbors move in across the street, and then she starts to spy on them, and um, this isn't really spoiling anything because it's literally the whole point. Um, okay. But she witnesses a murder. Um, but oh. she's, like I said, she's like, has really bad anxiety. And she's, um, I won't say crazy, but she's like clinically insane. Oh. Um, and she's like taking medication for it, but she's drinking with that. And so... Like that's an that's the that's place. the confusing part is you don't know when she's like hallucinating, or when it's actually happening, uh. and there's also like assumptions in it. Like she assumes that one of the characters does something, but it's actually a different character that does it, and it makes it really really confusing that part. Um, there's also a small back <clears throat> like a, actually I say small a huge backstory to it um about her family that has caused her to have the the anxiety and it has to do with why she lives alone and um 
Yeah, it's really it's a delicious movie. Um, we we love a delicious movie. The acting in it is great. Um, also, like I said, it's very confusing. But what I don't understand, there are like a few parts where it's where it makes it confusing without the need to. Like one part, her cat. Like, the feet of it are messed up, and, like, it's laying on the ground, and she goes over and, like, helps it, like, wipes off its paws, or... What are cat's feet called? Paws? I have no I idea. I think so. I thought, I thought that was for dogs. I don't know. But... Ooh. And there's probably, like, some weird word. Like, isn't, like, a flock... Isn't, like, a group of crows, like, a murderer or something? That is accurate. So, like, it's probably something weird like that. But, um... I don't know. There's a there's a lot to digest. Like, I wanted to watch it again today, but... Because I watched it last night. I wanted to watch it again today, but, um... I didn't, I, I didn't have time to. But I will watch it again at some point. One of the parts that I really like is, like I said, she is a child psychologist, and um, and one crazy, of the, and and crazy. You know, sometimes okay, like think about it. A lot of times, like uh, people that rehabilitate people that have done drugs and are addicted to drugs have, have also drugs. been addicted to drugs before, and it's yeah. kind of like doesn't have like she's not she doesn't have like bad childhood things i don't think but yeah yeah I you know it's like yeah crazies mixed together you know it's like how people that take adhd medicine it's normally a stimulant and it's not it's like a depressant for them yeah Kinda like that it's like you know two positives equal a neutral but, um, yeah. I don't know. I love the house. It's beautiful. Like, also, the last scene is, I think, my favorite. Because, um, there's, a mon like, a monumental step for her. And also, they make it to where, like, the staircase kind of, like, goes down. Like, there's a huge wall. And, like in the house that goes from the bottom floor to the very top so it's like a three-story tall wall and that's oh. where the like staircase goes up that's like it's it looks normal like it's not just like okay. the great wall of china okay. okay it looks normal but on the last scene they take that wall off and then like you see her walk from the third floor down to like the street oh i spoiled mm -hmm. it never mind she doesn't walk out I promise. Um, <laughs> but the camera, like, follows her, and you can, like, it's like a, like, like a dollhouse, kind of. It's what it's... Interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I like it. I would suggest. Also... It seems very um, mysterious by these pictures. It, it is. Also, there's parts where she gets, like, calls, and it doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. There are some things that don't add to the story, 
but things that do. Yeah. So, like, the guy in the basement um, is, like, on parole or something, and he's supposed to be in Massachusetts, and this is all happening in Manhattan. And, yeah. But that doesn't really add anything that to the story. Like, maybe it's just for suspense. It might be, but it doesn't add any, like... That's kind of bizarre. I don't know. He, like, well, he freaks out on her about, like, she goes, like I said, he's her tenant and he lives in the basement. And, like, she gets scared because she witnesses something or, like, she gets scared of something and she goes down to the basement and she's calling his name and she's not there. And and she looks at his mail, like, she doesn't open it. And then it's, like, about the parole and him breaking it. Um... But it's like a five-minute scene, and it doesn't really add that much to the actual story. That's bizarre. And it does that a few times, like with the cat. But, um, I don't know. I really like it, and I will watch it again. But, Hayden, you should watch it. Everyone should watch it. And I guess that's kind of it. Also, I love Amy Adams, like the way she... I think that she's like a method actor. It's possible. Um, I think I've heard that somewhere. I don't know. But hopefully she didn't like do the things that this lady does. Hopefully she didn't take pills and then like drink a whole bottle of wine. Hopefully not. Oh, there's also another backstory that's really sad and really they should kind of have like a warning at the beginning because the she's suicidal and she almost commits suicide so they should probably have a warning about that just saying but that's it okay so now we're moving on to hayden's musical thing musical thing okay this is top 10 musical rankings number two well actually my last one was in top 10 but still this is top 10 you might want to explain why this time it's top 10 i absolutely will because there are 40 some songs in hamilton is the reason that movie is a non-stop that musical sorry that musical is a non-stop song basically there's almost no dialogue there's only like one part that is dialogue and it's very yeah. it's very small and minute. Everything and, is music, which is amazing and I hate it. Oh, and then also I have not watched Hamilton, but I know some some stuff about it. But if you were wondering, Hamilton is about Alexander Hamilton. Yes. Kind you, of. Yeah. Oh, also, I don't know if you're going to go into this, Hayden, but, um, the, like, they kind of mixed the historical part of it with, like, yeah. Yeah. modern stuff, and yeah. it's kind of weird to me, but, okay. Are you ready to dive into the, like, first I one? I am. Okay. So, in 10th place is the Skyler Sisters. My rankings are probably going to be very controversial, as usual. Uh, All of my opinions are. But, um, this is a really good song. It's really early in the musical, and it is kind of a setup. It's introducing these three characters that are in the picture. Um, Really, only two of them are important. The one in the yellow dress, named Peggy, unimportant. Does not matter. 
she's just there. <laughs> um, uh, but it's Relatable. a really good. It's a really good song. Um, you know how most movies or musicals have that song that is like pretty early on that is kind of like an introduction for a lot of people. Sure. Like in Fro in Frozen, it is uh, for the first time in forever. I'm just gonna say Frozen and Frozen Two because those are the first two that came to my head. And in Frozen Two, it's some things never change, and those are just kind of introductions to it. Um, yeah, that's kind of what this about. is. It's just kind of like ramping it up a little bit, just kind of getting it started. Um, so that is my tenth place. There's nothing like super special musically about it, but. Um, Renee Elise Goldberg, who is, I think that's her name, um, who is Angelica. She's the one in the middle and the top in both of the pictures, actually, um, is fantastic. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So is Philippa Sue, who is the one in the green dress in both of the pictures. They're, they're all fantastic. Um, the girl in the yellow dress, I actually don't know her actress's name, uh, but... She comes back later as a different character, Mariah Reynolds, and is amazing. Her voice is beautiful, but she she does nothing as this character. So um, on to number nine, uh, Dear Theodosia. Um, this is just a really sweet song. If you know me, you know I'm not a big fan of Lin Manuel Miranda, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna start talking about as we that. talked about that in the last episode. <laughs> yeah, it was literally in the title, so I'm not gonna start talking about that this time. But um, it's just a really cute song. It's them both singing about their kids, um, and it kind of foreshadows failure in the future. Because uh, Alex uh, Alexander Hamilton, played by the Miranda. I'm sorry, I'll shut up. Um, uh, he says, my father wasn't around. I swear that I'll be around for you. And then he dies. That's not a spoiler alert. Everyone knows that his, in historically, Alexander Hamilton dies. <laughs> and they literally say that at the beginning of the musical. They're just ramping up to that the whole time. It's a really interesting setup. Because at, at the beginning, at the beginning of the uh, the very end. Okay. I was gonna say if you like dies in the middle, then that's kind of weird. There's also, one. It's very. There's once. It is like two hours and forty minutes. There is one song where he is dead and they all sing. Oh well, that that's fine. Yeah, I was it's, just gonna say if it's like mostly no, so without the, the main character, that's kind of weird. The first song is a setup, and they're explaining a little bit of history, and then it ends with. Um, I mind my language, but I have to say it. Um, Aaron Burr's character says, me, I'm the damn fool that shot him. And then, boop, it goes into it. And so that's how it starts. And the whole musical, it starts from Alexander as a young, uh, young adult, and it ramps up to him getting killed in a duel. Uh, back to this song, though. This is a really cute song. It's just them both singing about their kids. Um, I'm guessing some people would probably put this higher up. There's nothing vocally special about it, so I'm not going to. Um, on to number eight, though. We have Your Obedient Servant. This is, I don't think this is a hugely popular song, 
But I think this song is hysterical. Not hysterical. I love this song, though. Um, it's got a really interesting flow to it. Um, probably a lot of people haven't paid much attention to this song because it's late in the... Um, it's late in the album or whatever, but the soundtrack. The soundtrack. Was, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. The soundtrack. It's late in the soundtrack, but and it's kind of short, but it's it's really good. It's a really it's got a really interesting flow. It's very different from the rest of the songs in the musical. Oh, also, okay. I don't know. Like this is kind of off topic. Kind of. I don't know. We are talking. You know, like, I corrected you about the soundtrack part, because... Yes. But, um... What's a score? Like, sometimes they call, like... Uh, for example, they'll have, like, original motion, motion picture score. I, I think... I don't know what that means. Like, is it just, like, another I word think, for, like, album I think album I know the soundtrack? answer to that. I think I know the answer to that. I think the score is where they don't just have the the songs with words. They also have them... You know how sometimes in musicals there's just music? Yeah. I think that is what a score is. It includes all of that. Makes sense. I think. I might ask McNugget. <laughs> you do that. Okay. Go, okay. Do you want to go on anyway. more about this? Yeah. Uh, no. On to number seven. Okay. Um, my shot, uh, I hate that this song is the most popular song in this musical. I'm not a huge fan of this song. It's I mean, good. It's seven out of what, like 40? Yeah. So, it's I mean, good. it's, it's not It's terrible. good. It's absolutely good. But I think it's way overhyped. Like, um, like, it's just it, a it was the same, it was the same thing when you did like Dear Evan Hansen. Yes. Like, My fifth place was Waving Through a Window, which is absolutely the most popular song in that musical, and the song everyone knows from it, but I'm not a huge fan. Sue me. That song, that song specifically does have a lot of good sim symbolism, though. You know, like, Waving Through the Window is, like, your phone or whatever. Yeah. But, like, songs are supposed to have that, so I mean, like, it's not that big of a deal, but continue. Yeah, um, oh, I just started twitching. It's because I looked at Lin-Manuel Miranda's face. Um, hey, Dan. Oh, my gosh. Aiden, shut up. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, it sounded like I was yelling at you. I was yelling at myself. That's what was happening. Um, we both do that, and it's fine. We Yes. If you ever if you ever hear one of us go, Hayden, shut up, we're not saying that to each other. It's always directed at ourselves. Definitely. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a perfectly good song. But if you know me, you know I don't like rap, and that is all this is. It's it's a really good rap. It's okay. It's nice, but way overhyped in my personal opinion. Aren't a, a lot of the songs in this? Yes, that's like the modern part. This is the only one you will find that is a rap on this list. But there are other songs that are. Yes, rap. absolutely, okay. there are. See, that's. But like, <clears throat> I feel like that'd kind of be weird because it's supposed to be like I was not historical a fiction. Um, but also another thing, isn't the set design like the set design is fantastic, like minimalistic slightly. It is, and it's fantastic. Like a lot of 
uh, it's like very Broadway musicals have like crazy sets, you know, that are yeah. like sometimes millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know. It's really minimalistic. It's still really cool though. It's like minimalistic in the way it looks, but at the same time, there are elements that are elaborate and requ- would require some difficulty to execute properly. Like you technical. Know? Yes, because they have one circle of the floor that can rotate whenever they want. They can turn it on and it'll start spinning. Oh, they had that in Shrek, the musical, and I loved it. it yeah, it's it's like a really cool world. element. It's it's a really simple set, but it's pretty cool. Um. Anyways, on to number six, which is Take a Break. I really like this song. Um. There's basically two parts to this song. There's actually three. There's um, the first part, which is with the character Eliza Hamilton and their kid Philip. Um, and that's just kind of uh, Eliza saying, oh my gosh, you're so busy. Let's take a break. Let's, let's go on a vacation, basically, is what she's saying. Um, <clears throat> and their son is nine years old. Their son is turning nine. I know all the words to the song. Don't worry. Um, And so they play a song for the dad, for Hamilton. And then it cuts to Angelica and Hamilton sending letters back and forth. Kind of scandalous, actually. No, not really. Only kind of. Um, And then it's the final part, which is just like a climax. And it's like a mix of the two. It's really it's really interesting the way it works because it bounces between um different kind of musical themes like kind of the not the tempo changes the style changes in the middle of the song which i think is really cool interesting um um and you know i think um Renee, Elise Goldberg, and Philip Asu are both fantastic. They play Angelica and Eliza. Um, and that's that song. Yeah. Um, on to number five, which is Wait For It, which is fantastic. I love this song. <clears throat> um, so this is a song that... The character Aaron Burr sings, um, and it's about his affair with um, uh, her, the Theodosia something. Um, he does name his daughter after her. Um, it's not like a weird thing, um, but it's basically him singing about love and that. Um, and his voice is fantastic. It's beautiful. Absolutely amazing. Um, yeah. His voice is just gorgeous. Wait, is it just like a solo? It is mostly a solo. Okay. Uh, at parts, the ensemble sings with him, but never over him. He is the voice. Okay. Well, it's basically see, like, a I feel like a lot of good songs in a musical are almost like a conversation, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. 
<clears throat> like, um, there is a song in Dear Evan Hansen that's that way. Like, does anybody have a map? Anybody? Maybe. Well, I like that one, but there's another one where it's. Did you go through like, and listen to all of them? <gasps> I so did. Glad. I did. I did. Actually. I'm so glad. And but like the one with him and the sister, I think. I don't know. Possibly. If I could tell her. Yeah. That or one. only us. Only us was my favorite, and I think it's one of those two. There's a few in that musical that are that way. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I always like that because it's they're a lot nice. of time. It's it is just very nice. But nothing beats um, a full on. In my opinion, nothing can beat a powerful solo, a powerful emotional solo song. See your toe. Which is what does that mean? True. We talked. Oh about yeah, this. we discussed this. Dang it. There's actually I think I, like I, I think get confused I because that there's as soon as I said. What is that? <laughs> There's multiple versions of true in Spanish, which is yeah confusing. But we just use cierto or falso. Falso is false. I wonder why. Anyways, <laughs> um, on to number four, which is It's Quiet Uptown. I think you're noticing a theme of Renee Elise Goldberg, who is the bottom picture, and Philippa Sue, who is in the top picture. I love them both very much. Um, this song is heart-wrenching. It's really sad. Um, I would absolutely recommend listening to, like, the whole album, but that would literally take you hours. That's not an exaggeration. Might as well just watch the thing. <clears throat> yeah, because it's the same. Because um, the whole thing is singing. So mm-hmm. Music. Yeah, uh, so... I'm not going to give away any plot spoilers, Um, so I'm not going to tell you when this takes place, but it is just, it's just really sad, and um, sort of the character Angelica is um, kind of narrating what's going on here, and then um, Alexander and Eliza just jump in with their little moments uh, where they're kind of having a conversation, like you said, you like to see in songs. Um, yeah. So it's like she's narrating it and then they're having a conversation kind of. Except a lot of it is actually Alexander talking to himself and then Eliza talks to him closer to the end. It's a really good and a really sad song. Sad songs are some of the best songs, I'm just saying. Heartbreak well, sells I mean, like, people. Heartbreak sells. True. <laughs> Get a point. I mean, it does. Anyways, um, on to number three. You'll be back. This is a comedic relief song. Absolutely. Um, you can read here that one of the lines is, I will send a fully armed battalion to remind you of my love. And this is sung by the character King George. If you know anything about, I think it was King George III. He was insane. Was, yeah, this was going to say. And he was, um, was he it was him that had, like, the really long fingers? <gasps> I actually... It might have I been him, so. it might be somebody else. I think um, it was the insane guy. Other, yes, it was. that that disease it had was. something to do with him being insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, though, played by, in the original Broadway version, Jonathan Groff, 
who is Kristoff in Frozen and Frozen 2, which I think is why it took so long for them to get a Frozen 2. Oh. Don't quote me on that. But they this was put on Broadway in 2016, and I'm sure he left probably a year or so after that. And Frozen 2 came out in, like, 2019. So that's probably the reason. Um this song is hilarious. It is comedic relief, uh, but also you can sense kind of a dark underlying element to it, which is really cool because at the end, like the lights go dark um, and you can see the Royal Guards killing people who are working with the Continental Congress, you know? Because, like, that was a thing. He was trying to silence the whatever. Anyways, yeah, um, yeah but it's it's a comedic relief song that has dark underlying undertones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, on to number two. Uh, Satisfied. Everyone loves this song. Most people do. Actually, I lied. This song is a blend between a rap and a solo because there are rap elements but i think renee elise goldberg as angelica she does just fantastic with this song um she did the rap parts perfectly and the parts where she was like belting it out were also fantastic um and the the words behind the song are, it's also important that you listen to the words. Um, because now this particular song is not necessarily historically accurate because this implies that Angelica Schuyler was in fact in love with Alexander Hamilton when that was never proven. Some people suspect it, but most historians think they were just best friends. Uh, but histor- historians think a lot of people were just best friends. So, um, <laughs> it's it's a really good song though. It's like I said, it's a blend between a rap and like a solo song. But the ensemble is singing with her a lot. So, anyways, listen to all of this. And number one, if you've ever heard me talk about Hamilton, you know this. I actually sang this song in drama class. Um, burn. Philippa Sue is amazing and did so, so good. Um, uh, Once again, I'm not going to give context of the background of this song, but this song is a complete solo. There's not even any ensemble interjections. It is just her singing her heart out. It is emotional. It is raw. And it is beautiful. You know, I just noticed... Um, Lin-Manuel Miranda wasn't in most of those songs. Yeah, that's, that's so weird. I don't, I wonder why. <laughs> it's just funny. I just, I just, I can't, then... I can't imagine why that would be. <laughs> oh, I just thought of something. I never gave my, um, like, score or. Oh, of the movie? Like, of the movie. What is Back your score? to the movie. Um, I would give it an 8.5 out of 10. Very good. Like, not the best movie I've ever watched, but like, but we'll good. watch it again, obviously. 
Yeah. Okay, go. Interesting. We're going to talk more about the Anyways. Burn. Yeah. This song is fantastic. Um, it's really powerful. She has an amazing voice. You just, you have to listen to it to understand, really. Um, but that's all for this segment. Hayden, wait. Did you like how I actually kind of lined up the pictures this time? You tried. I didn't have them lined up from top to bottom, but from side to side, they were all lined up at the same spot. Oh, I'll show you after the after we record this. Um, there's a way that I think you can make it look really nice with the pictures. And so we might just look at that a little bit. Okay, okay. so are you done with this then? Yes, I am. Let's move on to Urban Dictionary. Oh, also, I love that slides theme that you used for yeah the musical and this one. It's so nice. But okay, the Urban Dictionary. Dictionary, and I did this like we were going to record like last week, I guess, but Oops. we kind of just pushed it off. Yeah. Um, so it happens. Yeah. Um, so the first word, let's see if I can even get through this with, um, like, talking correctly. So, the New York Times. Paper product used as a barrier against unwanted messes, such as the liner as the, at the bottom of a birdcage. Please put a New York Times under that before it gets all over the place. So, so I don't know who hasn't used... Uh, a magazine or the New York Times as like we use them for like pumpkins like when we carve pumpkins or something like for oh, Halloween yeah. you just put it under that or like in art sometimes we like oh my Mike Wazowski which if you like follow me yeah. on Instagram you've seen a picture of it um the Mike Wazowski that I made at 3D art, it's like a pinata, but it's made out of newspaper. And um, I'm pretty sure there's a few New York Times in there, so that's very fun. good. Very good. Oh, this is the one that I was talking about, like um, what were you we talking about? Like Oh, when you did ASMR. <laughs> Chronic cringe. When you've done something so cringe that you can't stop replaying it in your head, and it stops you from getting on with your everyday life. This happens so often. Bro, why have you been staring in, into space for the last hour doing nothing? Bro, I have chronic cringe. From what happened earlier, I can't concentrate. Chronic cringe. Chronic cringe. It's so good. More like terminal cringe. Gonna die of it one day. Yeah. 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 Okay. Factory settings. The default beliefs installed when you were a child. An unexamined position you absorbed from your environment growing up. I grew up in a conservative home, so my factory settings led me to vote Republican. Or, I grew up in a liberal home, so my factory settings led me to vote Democrat. Factory settings it's like so true and i never thought about it before really now a lot of people sometimes out of spite <laughs> reverse their factory settings true 
Reset. I'm not going to say a lot of people. They, like I said, sometimes out of spite, reverse their factory settings, which don't do it out of spite, but if you don't agree, that's fine. Yeah. Just don't do things out of spite. That's never a good idea. <laughs> oh, I love this one. Blame storming. <laughs> Collectively or individually finding someone or something to blame for a problem, <laughs> as opposed to brainstorming, which connotes finding solutions to a problem, or the act of finding someone or something to blame for a problem. Um, the example is, the committee commenced brainstorming over the situation rather than seeking solutions to the problem. Don't we um, all? I feel like this is so true, though. Like... We love to blame storm. Who doesn't blame storm? Like blame, blame storming is just a fact. Just something you gotta blame storm, you know? Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's impossible to find a solution if you can't identify who caused the problem. But there's a difference. Obviously. You know Obviously. Blame storming is more of like Coming up with something out of thin air, oh, rather yes. than yep. But like like how we always blame Lucas. Oh, you gotta blame Lucas. Gotta l blame Lucky Boy. Um. Oh, poor Lucas. <laughs> it's so funny when <laughs> you know people steal his coffee, and it's so funny. Oh. And like it tastes like water, but um. <laughs> so I guess I think that's it. Yeah, it's that's so that's it for Urban Dictionary. It's always a fun little segment, um, especially when is. I can talk correctly. But it's also short, <clears throat> so now we'll just move on to random tidbits. Hayden, do you like my slides theme? No. <gasps> really? <laughs> yes, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> um, I thought it was adorable. It's it's fine. good. That's why I picked it. Um, random tidbits, May 17th, which is tomorrow when we're recording, probably maybe the day you're watching. We'll see. Hopefully, um, I'll try to edit it, but I have a bunch of English to do because I just didn't do anything all week. I've like, actually, so, like, I, like, I have an I've essay done to write still. I've so many weeks. I've like, I still have to do an essay, and oh, it's, like, due um, tomorrow. My essay took me approximately a combined total of one class period. I could do it faster, but I just don't know. Like, I would much rather do my essay that I'm doing in presentation form rather yeah. than in essay form. Because yeah. there's things that are easier for me to say than to write. Yeah. Like, it would be, it's easier to just do an episode of Hayden Squared than to write it all down. Yeah. Definitely. So that's why we do basically, other than doing the slides, which is more of just like for the appeal part of it, yeah. um, which is why it's, I don't do much like writing things out. Like the movie review today, I wrote just a little bit out and that's like the most that I've ever done. <laughs> Relatable. So, um, so National Days for May 17th. National Packrat Day, which I don't actually think is a kind of rat. I think packrats are people who hoard stuff. No, packrats are a thing. Like, the, well, I'm sure. I'm but sure I don't know. 
I'm sure it is a type of rat, but isn't it also a name for people who hoard stuff? Yes, but, okay, my other thing is, is that I don't know, I'm sure there it is, but I don't know if it's a type of rat or a behavior of a rat. That's because, very likely. Because I think that, mo like, all rats, like, quote-unquote, pack, you know, like, they'll... Yeah. Like, it's just, like, building a nest from everything, so... Yeah. I think that all rats do that, but I don't know which if it's is, a different thing. I don't know. Which is why I think it's, like, a way people refer to people who hoard stuff. You get a point, yeah. Um, National Cherry Cobbler Day. We love cobbler. I've, I don't know that I've ever had cherry cobbler before. I, I haven't had cherry cobbler specifically either. I've had but lots cobbler, of cobbler is before, but... Wait, define cobbler though. Like, is cobbler um, just like? I think cobbler is like the pie, but it has like a crumbly crust. See, it's always been more in like cake form for me. Interesting. Which I don't know that, if it's just a different pre preparation. I don't know. That could be. I really don't know. But it's more of like liquid cake, like. <laughs> Not cake batter. Yeah, like, I got it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, National Graduation Tassel Day. Oh, um, side note. I thought that the graduation, that those things that they wear, I thought those were called cords. They are. Is it the tassel I, at the end that we're talking about here? <clears throat> that seems likely. Because the cords that they get when they graduate are for things they did in high school. Yeah. So... Graduation tassels doesn't sound right. I don't really know. Anyway, it's National Walnut Day. Um, seems pointless. I don't like walnuts that mu much. Replace it. Replace it with Hayden Square Day. Petition. Um, I looked it up, or like I tried to add it, and it says that I couldn't, unless we're a famous company like Coca Cola, you know, uh -oh. that's like, yeah. Well, like, I don't know. What if we could do National Hayden Day? I think. What if Might as well do Nas that. National Exponents Day? I kind of like it. Anyways, uh, we're just brainstorming here. Um, National not Idaho brainstorming. Day. Not brainstorming. No, 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 brainstorming. Not brainstorming. We're solving problems. We are solving problems, not pulling them out of <laughs> All the air. problems. Whoop. Uh, yeah, National Idaho Day. Idaho seems pointless to me, but potatoes, I oh. guess. Um, oops. <laughs> Whoops. I don't understand Idaho, like why it has that little part that goes up to Canada. Yeah, it's like they had they. It's what like, is up with I that? I think it's just about like fifty miles of border, which is just weird. I guess it's probably because like I don't know, because Washington is right there, so I don't know why. Yeah, they would cut it off. Sense. Some weird. borders are just weird. I guess it wouldn't be like a good sized state for that area. Yeah. Um, it without that part, but I don't know. Awkward. <laughs> also, Florida does Idaho man. produce that many t potatoes? I don't know. That's like, just how I I've remember where that. Idaho is. Idaho potatoes. I don't. Always, I don't. I don't know why it rhymes. But it just I just is it like what is that called? Like a motif? I don't know if that's the right word. Don't put me on that. But is it just like one of those things where you say that potatoes are from Idaho, but are they? Whenever we pull a fancy word out of thin air, 
Take it with a grain of salt. 90% of the time it's going to be wrong. <laughs> but, like, I've heard the yeah. word motif before, so <laughs> I'll use it randomly. We know, we know it's at least a word. Yes. I don't know that you say mm. it like that either, so... That's right. <laughs> um, anyways, Florida man. Were there I, no birthdays? Uh, no. Didn't. No. Okay. No. I, oh. I once again did not recognize any of the famous birthdays. It seemed like there's a lot of people from our school, a lot of birthdays were today. There were like, like four. There's like four, yeah. Like yeah. Jenna's, Chaselin's, and Damari's. There's mm-hmm. probably another, but I I think there was it. another, but I don't remember who So if I forgot it, sorry. Oops. I only said happy birthday to one of you, and it's actually for the 16th, not the 17th, so sorry, your birthday's not in here. But Anyways. Happy belated birthday. Florida man arrested for standing in sunroof while driving down the interstate. I feel like, okay, I like, feel like I, I put I my head out of the sunroof before. Like when I when I was little, you see the picture. He's just standing. His like, if he got he's, out of the car, he's like just while they're driving. If they if he got out of the car and like stood on top of the car, I feel like it's. I wonder how long he was doing that. Must have like, been a while. Because I feel like if you just like stand up, like you're not gonna get pulled over immediately. But it yeah. seems funny, like. Good job, Floor Man. Like at least I'm, he, he, I'm I wonder what drugs he was on. All of them. <laughs> all of the above. <laughs> there, there's not even a checklist. Just all of the above. Yeah. All of them. Every last No question one. about it. No doubt in my mind. Yeah. Anyways, I think that's all we have for this episode. That's about it. Like I said, everything's in the description. I would always suggest read that because... They're never long. They're never that long. And if you just want to skip ahead, like... The movie review is always really long. But if you just want to skip to Urban Dictionary, because that's short and simple... Yeah. You know, go ahead. Timestamps. Timestamps, yeah. I spent a lot of time doing that, actually. Yeah, because you have to go and find where each segment starts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But. Anywho. Well, it just so, got so quiet. It did get quiet. That's okay. Also, this one's under an hour, which is nice. So I guess we should probably cut it off right about here. Yes. Yeah. So. We'll oh, see you what, next time, whenever that is. What's that French word? Salut. Salut means hello and goodbye. Okay. Yes. Adios. Salut. Salut. So on and so forth. And Afida said that's German. <gasps> Who? Afida That's how you say goodbye in German. Afida sen. Afida Off. I think it's A U F space and then however you spell Vida sen. Oh. Well. Anyways, uh, that was random. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>